Chapter 1. Believers Here and There I love the Armenians, said the young priest, opening his arms wide toward a group of Armenian seminarians. We Episcopalians know the Armenians very well. Every Episcopal church in America has a few Armenian congregants. I winced. I have three Armenian families in my little parish in Connecticut. Wonderful people. Great kids, the priest went on. They're an asset to our church. My teeth clenched. Had I miscalculated by inviting Father Porter to lead a workshop on preaching for our St. Nerses seminarians? He had come highly recommended. Widely regarded as an outstanding preacher, he had served in the Episcopal Church in Jerusalem for a number of years. He had even been invited to teach in the seminary of the Armenian Patriarchate there. He paused to let his words resonate in the ears of the young students. It's not that they've forgotten their Armenian identity, he went on. Not at all. Most of them are very proud Armenians. They speak Armenian, support Armenian causes, send their kids to Armenia. Again, after a pause, as if daring someone to ask the fatal question, they join our Episcopal churches because they're looking for Christian faith that is real and compelling for their lives today. He went on. If the Armenian church won't do it, the Episcopal church will be happy to preach the gospel to the Armenians. Then, turning suddenly stern, he gazed into the eyes of the young future clergy and said, But it shouldn't be that way. The Armenian people were fervent Christians 1,500 years before the Episcopal Church even came into being. Your blood relatives knew Jesus and his apostles personally. I couldn't stop my brain from number crunching. I knew there were about 7,000 Episcopal churches in the United States, probably roughly half that number in the territory of the Eastern Diocese. If only half of those parishes actually had one or two Armenian families, we come up with something on the order of 10,000 Armenian Episcopalians at least. That alone is more than the number of dues-paying members on the parish rolls of the Eastern Diocese of the Armenian Church. It does not include the countless Armenians who have found their Christian home in communities of evangelical and other Christian denominations. Nor does it account for the many Armenians who feel no inclination to belong to any church at all. None of this should come as a shock. What percentage of the people in the average Armenian's circle of friends has any sustained involvement with the Armenian church? It's certainly less than 50%. Is it 25%? As for me, fewer than 10% of the many Armenians I know has anything more than a passing connection to the Armenian church, the proverbial Christmas Easter Armenians, the picnic bazaar Armenians, those that long ago gave up on the Armenian church or never had any real interest in faith or in the Christian facet of their Armenian heritage 
and culture. Instinct tells me that those in the latter category are many. Looking at the situation from another perspective, if even half of the Armenians living in the territory of the Eastern Diocese attended the Armenian Church around once a month, the 61 churches of our diocese would not have the capacity to contain them all. Sunday worshipers would be overflowing into the streets. It shouldn't be that way. Father Porter's words haunt me every day. Yes, thanks in recent years to the redoubled commitment of our seminaries to preparing outstanding leaders for the Armenian Church and to the visionary benefactors that make it possible, we have cultivated a number of truly gifted pastors among our clergy who are bearing fruit in the parishes of our diocese. But the sobering fact remains. The Armenian Church is attracting a minuscule proportion of those people that in any way identify themselves as Armenian, at least in the territory of the Eastern Diocese of the United States. Many Armenians, let's face it, most Armenians, are more inclined to invest themselves in other churches or in no church at all than to commit themselves to the Armenian Church. It is even questionable whether the Armenian Church is adequately caring for the saintly diehards that fill our church pews every Sunday. By any number of markers, the Armenian Church is in decline. Attendance at worship services, if not measurably shrinking, is at best barely holding steady in the majority of the parishes in our diocese, especially during this COVID era. The same can be said for most of our church organizations and bodies. Very few people are inclined to take leadership positions in the church. God bless the men and women who are eager to share their talents, faith, spiritual yearnings, life experience, and wisdom with their Armenian church community in a sustained way. But they are vastly outnumbered by those who do not step forward. Paying the bills increasingly burdens our churches at the local and diocesan levels. Perennial financial struggles make it nearly impossible for the church to launch new educational and spiritual ministries. With a few notable exceptions, the affluent children and grandchildren of the great benefactors of the 20th century are far less forthcoming than their elders were. Many, in fact, have little to do with the Armenian Church at all. Both at the local parish and diocesan levels, our church institutions are compelled to rely increasingly on bazaars, hall rentals, golf tournaments, and other creative money-making ventures in order to raise the funds needed to do God's work. To be sure, some Armenians seed from the Armenian Church for doctrinal, linguistic, or other personal reasons. For others, their departure from the Church, or their aversion to it, is due to a shortcoming of the Church, real or perceived. In any case, 
most Armenians' apathy toward their ancestral church comes about because the church in some way falls short in justifying their time, energies, and support. What follows is an appraisal of the situation in which the Eastern Diocese of the Armenian Apostolic Orthodox Church of America finds herself in the volatile COVID era of the early third millennium. It is offered by a cradle member of this diocese who loves God and loves the Armenian Church, a clergyman who now holds a position of authority and influence in this diocese. We challenge our church leaders and faithful people to aspire to work toward the strengthening of our diocese so that she may more effectively shepherd our people in the name of Jesus Christ, open their hearts to the blessings of the Creator of all reality, and be rejuvenated by the vitalizing example of Christian life inherent in the history and Christian culture of the Armenian Church.